This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumpacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Unpack your knives and stay. Yes, stay. Welcome, everybody, to the Top Stump Podcast. My name's Haley Strong. Hey, I'm kidding. It's not the Top Stump Podcast. It's obviously the Top Chef Podcast, but you guys know that. Kurt, hey, how are you doing, buddy? I was like, did she just say Top Stump? Was she making a callback to like, Well, I mean, neither of you guys week? laughed. I thought you guys would have laughed. I guess it wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't like, a mistake. <laughs> I wasn't entirely sure that I caught that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I am the, I am the, uh, guys are giving those stumps a second chance, much like the ingredients in today's quick fire. I actually do have an air horn app. Should I bust it out? Maybe later. <laughs> it's pretty early on in the podcast for the air horn app. LaTanya, how are you doing? Uh, you know, pimping ain't easy. <laughs> what are you pimping? Actually. <laughs> you know, just like hanging out, getting excited. For a Sunday of like lovely things, I'm gonna do a, a Dream Girls watch with some friends, which oh, I'm very it. excited to sing all of the songs. I own the DVD Dream Girls. Oh, I've never it. seen the movie Dream Girls. What? But I do love that one song. What a is lot. this white nonsense? You've you never, know it. You're I not the only one. The That's the thing. Like one, my one of my friends who's watching is like, I've never seen Dream Girls, and I'm like. <laughs> It's always something I've wanted to see. I think we found Haley's rap name. White nonsense. (laughs) I think that's incredibly reasonable. Whereas I started watching Cats yesterday. The one with the buttholes or without the butthole? I'll have to look closer because I only got out halfway through it. I had to to ration it out. I'll watch the last 50 minutes today. I'd rather be watching Dreamgirls. Who's the hottest cat? They have names, but I don't remember any of them. <laughs> Just based uh, on actor name, I guess. Jason Derulo, would he be the hottest cat? Jason Derulo. <laughs> I don't know what cat he is. I just know he's in cats. I could name probably the entire cast of cats, but I'll never watch cats. It, Idris Elba's looking good. Oh, yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Point. Never not. Never not. Gonna give a pass on Judy Dench, but uh, I was um, gonna say what about James Corden, but that was a joke. Oh Lord! Anyway, well, anyway, this this podcast <laughs> about cats. Welcome to the Top Chef Podcast. <laughs> podcast. See what I did there? Do you see what I did podcast. there? Podcast. 
Um, what if, what if this, okay, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Probably my least favorite episode of the season so far. Just, it made me a little weepy still. I just get, I just, I wish we had a more light episode in between the two weepy episodes. Is that just me? Or is my depression about COVID just making me not want to watch other what? very COVID-centric things? Oh, you wanted them to break this up. You wanted. To I wanted. I wanted like a fun fair in between, a fun mm. fair episode, or like make your favorite cotton candy snack or something. I don't know. I just need it. Like this just made everyone crying. Just made me cry. Well, it was like primarily Maria, right? I mean, uh, you know. did you not watch the? the frontline workers video after they were all crying and I was like the thing is like that was like 36 seconds and if I I have one complaint about the episode it's that I was I think I went into this episode expecting them to be serving frontline workers but then I'm like after my second I'm like you know what probably not worth a TV show to like potentially expose uh, frontline workers to anything that the chefs have, you know, so right. mm-hmm. I, completely, I, can, I completely pardon it. I just, my expectations were misset. Um, uh, like a bad creme brulee. It just did not hold uh, with the reality. Wow. You're on that fire was beautiful. Today, I watched the recent episode of uh, a Great British Bake Off yesterday. Not a recent episode. Oh. I watched recently an episode of Great British Bake Off and they had to make a creme brulee. That's what so season are you on, bud? I am on, I want to say it's season five. It's the, I'm only like four or five episodes in, but it's the one where Ian went on like a three run streak of star Baker. Mm. Um, Very so, talented. That guy. I love, I love the way he worked. Yeah. Um, but so I, I think oh, I was really like the way he worked. I like the way Ian worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're agreed. Ian, it's cool. Uh, yeah, so this, this, he's, he's no Tom Colicchio. He's no Tom Colicchio. No one is. No one um, is. Uh, so yeah, I think I just didn't. Ex- I think I had expected more, but I don't. But I, I guess my expectations would not have been realistic because it literally was like forty seconds of like Skype Zoom recorded responses. So yeah, it was nice he got it, but it it, it didn't. I didn't. I was like. Wondering, like, are, are we even like, oh, they're not even going to share anything for the front lines. And there was like this little brief thing at the judges table. It's like, oh, okay, you got a little bit something there. Yeah. Later, we'll talk about this uh, Twitter comment that we got about the noticeable lack of quote unquote color from the first responders and frontliners. Um, which yeah, let's make sure we loop back. Yeah, we'll loop back to that. And then we'll loop back to our um, weekly request to, to talk about the hotties. To, yeah. To talk about the hot hottie corner. Yeah. Oh, so quick fire. Well, first of all, we, I think we were right. I, th- I think we mentioned <laughs> the last week that, well, the preview showed people getting really excited about somebody coming back from last yeah. chance kitchen, which kind of <laughs> spoiled uh, the results. I mean, I don't know what the show has against Gabriel. Oh, but, like, but like, it was not necessary. <laughs> it wasn't necessary. Like, I hope it's not Gabriel. It was yeah. not necessary. They put in Maria being going. like, I'm glad it wasn't Gabriel. He's okay, already done it is. twice, no, not necessary. <laughs> like, we what did he do to production? He did something wrong. I, uh, I don't <laughs> know also, what it was. I'm we'll also have to, wondering. We'll it. ask our sources. 
Yeah. I'll have to ask Gabriel. Um, You're just going to slide into his DMs. Yes, it's so dude. What's yes. up? On the record, please come defend yourself on our podcast, Gabriel, <laughs> and then bring us mushrooms. Let's loop back on that as well because I have a mushroom story. But the, okay. um, the, I also wonder if it was a little bit of a Frankenbite, if like Maria had said some other time, as long as it's not Gabriel, like it was about. I don't care who's on my team as long as it's not Gabriel, but like the, I don't care who comes back as long as it's not Gabriel. It's kind of harsh. It's her. Yeah, that was I mean, interesting. Lean, lean more into the Shoda comments. Like I'm really hoping it's Jamie. Um, but yeah, I like how Padma declared that um, we've never had a reception to a chef coming back like we had with like this. So that was it. Was nice to see. I, I really do enjoy this this entire crap. They're such a team now. I love the way that they're actually like they're supporting each other. I think it was the last season being all stars that kind of set the tone for the chefs just being very kind and like supporting one another throughout this ridiculous process that only like a few people experience. And also, you know, all of this is still happening during quarantine. So People are probably just so excited to be cooking again and being around other people that share their love for food that they they really just bonded. And I love seeing that in the house. And like they get what the others have gone through Um, as somebody who lost uh, all of my jobs last March. All like four of them. um, Nobody around me really did. None of nobody in my life really like went through what I went through. So it was very like isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would have been nice to be around people who like really understood what was going on with me. Um, and so I'm sure the chefs are very much like, this was so traumatic. We all lost our restaurants. At least we have each other. And we've seen Maria say a couple of times, like there's like, this is like going through nine different, uh, you know, cooking uh, academies or chef school or whatever you want to call it. Like in terms of like learning from everybody, all the other contestants. And even this time she's like, we're just, we all pitched in. We're one big happy family. Except Gabe, uh, <laughs> or sorry, Gabriel. Uh, like, so it's she. She, I, I mean, I did like last week how she said, like, you know, you're. It's like you're an asshole, but you're my asshole, sort of thing. You know, like, yeah, that was that was <laughs> nice. Which is why this week's comment was so unnecessary. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So we, uh, she comes back, and we've got our our oh. quick fire, which I didn't really remember until I rewatched it. How could you not remember this quick fire? We've got Melissa and Padma in the I, kitchen. I remember that. Talk I about didn't remember dream girls, sh- am I right? Seriously. My God. I text, I text the two, <laughs> Haley and Kurt and was like, I'm watching this late. No, but no one, and I don't want to spoil most of the stuff I have for the podcast, but no one warned me <laughs> that this was happening and I'm very upset about it. Like I need to prepare. Luckily, somebody did tweet us warning us that Melissa would be wearing a very sexy backwards hat later on in the episode. I didn't see that tweet. <laughs> we, were, we were properly <laughs> braced and prepared for that. Well, damn it. I guess uh, I need to be on Twitter more. <laughs> that's <laughs> not, no one. Nobody. Nobody needs to be on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, I really liked the concept of this quick fire t- challenge, uh, take a second chance on a pass fail dish using overlook second chance and perfect ingredients produce. Uh, it was sponsored by a bread company called. Cool. Sorry, cool. Dude. Cool. <laughs> um, a great bread company in which in, is called in Portland, which is called 
top bread. Top Chef Bread Company. Top and Chef Bread Company. We use it. God, I feel bad. Anyway, great bread company. They employ um, formerly incarcerated uh, Dave, people. Dave's, Dave's Killer Bread. Dave's, kill- <clears throat> Dave's, Dave's Killer Dave's Killer Bread. That's interesting branding. That's yeah. great. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, I do want to say, I, I, as somebody who uh, shops, with, <laughs> I think we're all thinking the same thing. Uh, but as someone who shop, I actually do order frequently from Imperfect Produce. Um, mm. So I will get the uh, the slightly blemished apples and the flaccid cucumbers and the. Uh, uh, Don't ever say that again. Stop saying flaccid, please. <laughs> if I never hear the word flaccid again, it would be too soon. No oh, more sorry. flaccid. Okay. The limp cucumbers. <laughs> uh, I don't love that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like the idea of like kind of the the, the second chance or imperfect produce, I, I thought was like an interesting. I like after the bread, it's like you get the butt end of the bread. I'm like, yep, that's the one you always toss. Or like, I typically will save that for like PB and J. What I'll do is I will leave it on the counter with the intention of making croutons out of it, and then I never do, so it molds up, and then I throw it out. Okay. Oh, I use it to create my own penicillins. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Harvest the mold. Yeah. I'd say for at least one to two seconds, I was like, she's serious. No. And then I was like, wait, no, that's no, not. I've just no, I've been watching no, The Handmaid's no, no. Tale. Best, best side hustle ever goes to LaTanya. <laughs> um, if you, if in The Handmaid's Tale, most recent season, if you see a scene with a train and or train tracks, question mark? Mm-hmm. It was filmed down the street from my home. Really? Yeah, I can see I can see the the mill from my office window where that train track is. Allegedly. Can you also see Russia from your house, Haley? No, but from my old house it's <laughs> America. So <laughs> if I go down the street to the park, I can see America. America's close, okay? I could I could leave my driveway America. and make two turns. America's close, y'all. Two turns and be in the American states of America. <laughs> I want it to be called that from now on. Put it on the a American, shirt. The American states of America. Am I wrong? Are they not American states of America? They're much less united. united Actually, they're much less united, so maybe that's fair. Yeah, they're more American. They're more American than yeah, American. 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 American states of America. Um, oh, anyway, boy. so let's go through the dishes that were made. Shoda, Shoda won with his Aradaki soy braised fish head. Um, I would... Yeah. I, Did you see how happy Sarah was when Shoda won? Yeah, and uh, also like in the elimination, there was a. I think there was like there was some like cuts between the two of them. It was like it's a good thing you had immunity. And there was like a cut to Sarah. Yeah, and, she was biting yeah. her nails. Listen, I am here for some Top Chef's sexy tension. Yes, there's not nearly enough of it. Everybody comes in with their relationships, their partners. Like, what is this? <laughs> Be single. Like Don't me. they know what I want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Shadow One, it looked, um, it looked... Well, it looked like a pile of green. Yeah, I would... <laughs> I, would I would try it. I would probably try it. <laughs> what did you think uh, about the concept, though? Like, the, the tack-on idea of this sh- like make this a redemption of something you failed in previously? Because, again, I get the feeling... Some people actually... I was like, I was really happy that, you know, there were things that we could remember, like Dawn's 
unsauced mm-hmm. dish from the first episode and a couple other things where people referenced failed dishes from earlier in the season. But then the people who are like, yeah, this is the first dish I ever cooked. I'm like, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> you know? The very elaborate first dish ever. And you yes. said you started cooking when you were three. Come on. <laughs> who do you think we are? Some chumps? It sounded like this was a dish that Shoda had been yelled at about many times because sometimes yeah. it was too spicy and sometimes it was too sweet. But um, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fish head fan. I don't know if I've ever had it, but I would definitely try it. I would so- try it without the explanation of the collagen in the lips. Yes, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I- not <laughs> just say we did. Yeah, I don't need the details. Just- no. Serve me the tasty dish and maybe tell me afterwards. Yeah. Do I take a collagen supplement that is obviously derived from sort some sort of animal? Yes. <laughs> but is it flavored to taste like an orange so I don't know what's going on? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, that's I mean I have I'm some fine like with eating equal, fish. I just don't tell me about it. In my forehead that I need to eradicate. Yeah, that's that's you deep lines. Lord, you're like 20 years old. I'm 29, but I go like this all the time because I'm constantly concerned. So now I have all of these lines in my forehead. We'll get you some of that fish collagen. I, I, in, internal collagen, external. Just no, I'll inject it for you. When we meet up in Michigan, I'll just do, we'll do a collagen party. And the pump. <laughs> some loose penicillin too. Yes. Um, he, then this was the last, this was the last immunity. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't have given it to Gabriel last week, but they gave it to Shota this week. <laughs> yeah, that was odd. You, listen, they had plans to give out immunity last week, but then, but then Gabriel, Gabriel won. won. <laughs> and they're like, Maria, should we follow through on our plan? No, no, you shouldn't. Okay, Maria, we'll follow your lead. We won't. Do you have any lead. theories as to why you think he's gotten this edit? Do you think he he went around just being like, I worked at Tom Colicchio's restaurant. I worked for Tom Colicchio. I Tom Colicchio. Tom Colicchio. All the time, or something. I don't. I, I think. I think they just needed a. Like, I don't think anybody hated him. I think yeah. he was just vocal. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Just a competitive white man. Yeah. yeah. You know. Only one gone. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of here. Uh, Sarah made spoon bread with shrimp gravy. Sounds tasty. tasty it sounds good. really good. Mm-hmm. Very curious about this. I would have wanted to try this. It's really interesting because we're at nine people. We had three in the top, three in the bottom, and Sarah was one of the three in the middle. Um, yeah, this looked this looked really good. Our good friend Avichar was in the bottom with his Jingju style turkey chop with mashed cucumber salad and chili yogurt. He don't worry, everyone. He asked Sarah if he could use some yogurt, and she said yeah. yes. Give her permission. Uh, um, I, like I thought that. this looked really tasty. But they yeah. just said the turkey was too dry or something. Yeah, it looked good though. It looked yum. Uh, Gabe was in the top with carrots and burnt bread mole. Uh, since that one challenge, he's really just been like, F you. I'm only serving vegetables. And I've got 12 more kinds of mole in yeah. my pocket. I, uh, I'm ignorant, apparently. I just didn't know that there were so many types of moles. And now I want to try all of them. I don't want to try the ones that don't involve chocolate. Mm. I'll be honest. Okay. That's, that's all that draws me to the mole is the, uh, the chocolatiness to it. And, I see. Uh, um, no, I would try all of the mole. Uh, and, I, and I thought they, they also interesting. He did. He did not go for like a, a protein here. There was like no meat. Um, yeah, he was like, enjoy half of a carrot. 
with a ton of all <laughs> And the judges were like, I will absolutely enjoy this half a carrot. Yeah, with a ton I will, of I'll enjoy the crap out of this carrot. Thank you. Yes, this I would because, see, but you add the word mole, I will, I will try it. Yeah. Even if it's a guacamole. Especially if it's guacamole. That was a good one, Kurt. I enjoyed it. it. It's just it's the description of it for me. Carrot carrots and burnt bread. It's not until you get to the mole part, guaca or otherwise, that I'm I'm like, oh okay, I'll I'll have this dish. Because burnt bread, just I'll just think I'm having a stroke. I (laughs) only I like my toast is barely warm. (laughs) Yeah, it's not toast. It's burnt bread. At least he's honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fancy toast. That's what this is. Isn't that fancy though? I mean, here's the thing: it's like I will like I've gotten burritos, you know, with the mole sauce on the side, or like you know, or smothered over. I'll finish the burrito. There will still be a nice portion. I will just eat the mole straight. Yeah, so it's like, like a soup. You know, yeah, so just add like add some some thoughtfully um, crafted carrots and burnt bread to it. I'm sure it would be tasty. Apparently, uh, it was very tasty. Top three. Jamie made turkey carage with Indian, nope, Indonesian corn fritter. I was so focused on trying to pronounce carage. I don't know if I did that right, but I. I Indonesian corn fritter. Sounds nice. Yeah. Carage. I'm sorry. Carage. No, that's just French for courage. Never mind. <laughs> Courage. <laughs> Turkey courage. Uh, Brought to you by the Cowardly Lion. <laughs> Turkey. Oh, uh, okay. she was in the middle with this dish. I would I would sign up for a corn fritter pretty much any yeah. day, I think. Yeah. Give me a corn fritter right now. No, um, seriously, one of you go get me a corn fritter <laughs> right now. I'll I'll send you one. I don't know if there's a lot of corn fritter options here in my small town. Um, Byron made North African mutton tartare. Um, he said it was a review dish because he doesn't like mutton. Um, and then he was like, you know what? I don't like mutton. Why don't I serve it raw? <laughs> yeah, and Padma even was like, so you gave it to us raw. Great. I, I do like like a steak tartare. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a underreported. I enjoy me a good tartare. So I think I would have tried this, but I don't know how lamb would go raw they said so. it was too gamey um yeah, I, would, which, I would i would not yeah. like to be signed up for this dish no i would try it but i don't know if i would like could i get a sample before i order this off the menu please yeah just like a yeah. tasting spoon and okay. a moose bouche and if you will <laughs> i think that it's because my only frame of reference for mutton is game of thrones because they were always talking about like they were eating high on the hog when they got mutton on that show. High, high on the lamb oh sorry <laughs> <Right. Hog's pork. laughs> but the uh i would eat like mutton cooked but the tartare part's the part that throws me like the, the like rawness yeah. of it so i i'd try it but the fact that it was at the bottom has me worried mm-hmm. uh chris made celery root and pear bisque with pears and chive oil uh that very much sums up my alley i love a soup love a bisque so much Mm-hmm. I love pears, so I think I would I would dig this. Yeah, some chive oil. Let's do it. Soup great. Yeah. I think that's underreported. Is how good soup is. Yeah, people people are haters and be like, no, soup's not a meal, but absolutely it's a meal. Fully a meal, and I will destroy you. 
it is it is a meal, but I will rarely eat soup uh, <sighs> as it, no as it's at like uh, in isolation. I mean, no, I will be isolated, but like I will have <laughs> I will have I will have something else with it, like a soup in a sandwich, right. uh, or you know, mm. a soup in a uh, okay. It's always a sandwich. Chips. Yeah, now it's always a sandwich. Chips like fries or chips. no, like I like to have nachos with a lot of meals to eat with soup. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not judging. I'm I'm just trying to make sure I heard you correctly. And I did. I feel I feel so. No, you're not judged. We love you. <laughs> Dodd. <laughs> <laughs> Made fire roasted tuna kama with peanut sauce. Boy, did this look tasty. And this was her redemption dish from that Don is killing it. And I'm so the, happy for her. The fact that this made it into the top three should is this good like it just goes back. She goes to show you that like back in that first episode, even though she didn't get the sauce on the plate, they could see where the dish was going mm-hmm. and like saw like saw fit to not even have her in the bottom, but like uh, you know. So I was I was glad that she got a chance for redemption here. Although when I first wrote this down, I kept writing down tuna roasted fire comma. I was like, why doesn't this look right? Tuna roasted fire. Oh, no. <laughs> it, was like, it, took a, it took me a good like forty seconds before I realized. Oh no, it's fire roasted. Tuna roasted fire, comma. Tuna roasted fire, then the comma. Comma with peanut sauce. Comma with peanut sauce. I'm I'm just very very happy for Dawn, and we talked about her athletic instincts kicking in as the competition went on. You can really see her kind of hitting her stride now, like being in the top more often, giving herself some more confidence. I got to tell you though, the way that this show was edited this week, I was terrified that she was going home. Because even after the quick fire, because, you know, like the phone call with her mom, oh. which was yeah. heartbreaking. And I was just like, and they kept doing her like little talking head segments. And I was like, okay, if Don goes home, I'm quitting this podcast. Like, I don't know if I'll be able to do it anymore. We wouldn't let you quit the podcast. Okay, We'd let you quit fair. the show, but you would have to show up every week. To okay. I could do that. I'm very, very excited by Dawn's trajectory, and I'm wondering if she's got a little, little touch of a, a winners at it. Oh, especially in terms of the for like now that we've kind of got a full circle on a the for like a redemption story from the first week is now I think there's a nice bow on that. Uh, there's a good chance of it. Um, I don't think we've seen the though the um, the person getting the home conversation and then going home the same episode. So I didn't feel too bad for. Uh, for Dawn on that front. I think I'm just, it's my anxiety that I'm just like, no, I it, partially it's because I like all of these people. And every time anyone said anything, I was like, no, they're going home. It was just, it's just an insane person. It's fine. <laughs> Maria made shrimp cake with grilled habanero and banana salsa. I just have one thing to say to Maria. Stop using Stop shrimp, my it. friend. Don't Stop do it. it. You are allergic to it and you can't taste it. No mas. It, and this was Don't supposed to, and I think and she did this. I think she said that this was a, um, to kind of correct an error on a dish that she had made previously. Yeah. She still was bottom three, so it didn't really yeah. work for her. It, it, just stop using shrimp. Just yeah. don't do it anymore. Don't do it anymore. I, I, I wasn't sold on the, like, there was a part where it just shows, like, I think it showed, like, the two second chance ingredients, and there's like, Shrimp and bananas. And I'm like, mm, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. no. But um, 
some reason, the inclusion of a habanero, I'm like, that might actually bridge the gap between those two ingredients that I'm feeling in my mind. Um, so I, I was, it actually ended up looking really good. So I would have it been looks pretty. all over this. I just, I just want her to be okay. <laughs> I want yeah. her to stop cooking with That's, things that are going to put her in an anaphylactic shock. That's all. Nice. I'll co-sign that. Um, and then a nice TV gets wielded and we get to talk to Jose Andreas for a couple moments. Uh, Kwame comes on in looking as hot oh as Oh my ever. God. And then Kwame came in and uh, I just, I, we'll get to it. Is we'll this the sexiest season of Top Chef? Yes. I agree. Yeah. It's yeah. too, it's very it's very sexy. Um, yeah. So then they are going to create a dish to be delivered to frontline workers um, through World Central Kitchen, which is a really great foundation. Jose Andreas started um, where he goes to basically any affected area and cooks food for people. Um, he went to Puerto Rico when the hurricane came through. Um, I believe he's done stuff like that throughout the country. He's really wonderful and he's doing great things and if you want to put some of your money towards that uh, foundation it would be a good place to do it um they were very careful with how they were preparing food the chefs had to leave and they did a whole sanitization then they had to come back wearing ppe and create meals they had to make 65 portions for frontline workers has to be good nutritious uh, and travel well you know, that's it. It feels like a basic challenge at its at its face. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was nice to see that at least there was like that a a a challenge that tied directly into the um, you know, just the the prevailing conditions. Uh, you know, globally in terms of the pandemic, like we've, they had alluded to it and how like they had touched everybody's personal lives, but I was, it was nice to see that there was a challenge that tied directly into it. Mm -hmm. uh, despite me saying earlier that like my expectations were a little bit misguided. Um, but it, it was good to see that there was something that was directly related to, you know, frontline workers or, you know, just COVID efforts. Yeah, for sure. And it can be easy with this show being a little bit of escapism for us to, you know, kind of like remember that all these, this competition is happening in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, and yeah, for them to realize the conditions under which people have to work so hard and such long hours is, is great. Um, and I'm sure that everyone was very happy to get these meals. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Some great stuff coming out of this Top Chef kitchen, too. Yeah. Uh, Jamie won with kimchi tofu soup, bulgogi braised pork, Eggplant and steamed rice. Uh, we had a fun fact come from her this week. She has eight siblings. And she's the middle child. Good. Can you imagine? No. It it hurts just thinking about it. Which part? Having to have eight siblings or having to give birth to nine? nine Both. Yeah. Both things. <laughs> right there with you. Being, being the oldest sister, I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> eight of you? No. I'd be... All over the bulgogi, bulgogi praised pork. That looks just, great. Oh. I love that she put a soup in there too, but they also mm-hmm. had a protein. I love yeah. the way she did the eggplant. This was a really nice looking dish. Give and me eggplant every day of the week. Love it so much. I need, I, I need to do more eggplant. I, I, mm-hmm. It's not something that's in my typical rotation. It's not something I would typically, you know, it might even steer me away from an item if there's like a eggplant involved. It's not that I don't like it, it's just there's, it doesn't do anything for me, but I know enough people who like it that I need to, I think, be more inclusive of it in my life. Yeah. Welcome eggplant. Welcome eggplant. Or aubergines, <laughs> as the birds call it. Yes. Mm. Fancy. Very uh, fancy. Sarah was also in the top with her lentil falafel, carrot and pumpkin seed hummus, tomato salad, and flatbread. I really love that somebody went vegetarian. Um, and this looked unbelievable. It looks so good. It looks really pretty. Can I also just say that Sarah repeating everything's fine, everything's great, everything's fine, everything's <laughs> great is just like every moment of my life. No. <laughs> she is so charming. <laughs> I just adore her. Yeah. And she like we'll get to you know Maria's uh tortilla efforts, but like the the flatbread was like a perfect well because I think wasn't she originally she was going to she was trying to do a flatbread but it ended up being more of a pita she wanted um, to be wanted no, she to be wanted a pita, a pita and then she's like oh. it's not going to work so I'll call it a flatbread and then it worked then it worked and she was like I'm not committing to calling it a pita in case it's not a pita she's smart she's watched the show before and, and I just actually and also I just watched an episode of Great British Bake Off where the uh, technical challenge was creating uh, pita bread. Mm. So and and none of those really turned out that well <laughs> as, as as good as Sarah's did. So it looked great. Put yeah. it in a fire roasted oven. Yes, and I like you know. And Tom said several times like a great the sign of the great you know vegetarian dishes when you don't even miss the meat. Mm-hmm. I would wonderful. like to see more vegetarian challenges on Top Chef. Yeah, we haven't had any. Well, the I guess even the um, the mushroom challenge wasn't necessarily about replacing protein with mushroom. Like you could have it be yeah. part of, but it had to be the star, but you could still have protein there. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's like, we've had the, um, the, the diabetic, you know, challenge before uh, in terms of, you know, creating a dish that's, uh, you know, you know, friendly to, you know, folks with, uh, was it type, 
I can't remember if it was type B diabetes. Um, it's pronounced diabetes. Sorry. Uh, thank you, Wilford Brimley. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, but I agree. Long story short, I agree, Haley Strong. So, Shoda. <laughs> Shoda made miso braised drumsticks with sweet potatoes, cauliflower, pickles, and napa cabbage. I often feel like Shoda can do no wrong, but wow, did that chicken look unappetizing. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> oh, that looks like chicken you'd see at a barbecue that's been outside <laughs> for like eight hours. You're not touching it. Yeah, that's some chicken that you like put into a soup, for example. Oh, it's just, nothing about it looked good. It was it was great tone. There was like no crispness to the skin. Oh, it was not it was not cute. Mm-mm. I was going to say, to be fair, but that's giving him, I think, too much of an out. Um, but like he did, he did say, I, I feel like this was he was completely thrown about what to do because I think he, he, it sounded like he said a couple times that he had to completely throw out his plan A because of just what was available in the kitchen. And so he was, yeah. it sounded like he was stumped for a good chunk of time in terms of figuring out what well, they will show you last, the last week he was stumped. This week, he was um, trying to come up with a plan B after the second chance challenge uh, for what the frontline worker dish would be. Um, and, and, and he probably, I think that just threw him to the plane that he didn't recover. So like, good thing that he had immunity. I think he would have been probably gone. Yeah. I yeah. think he absolutely would have at least had Maria's spot in the bottom. It sounded like very much. They were like, Oh, we just have to have a third and Maria, your tortillas are done. Oh, yeah, everything else is great. Oh. They loved her stew. I mean, they yeah. said the stew was really the best we had, but it was the, the only reason they she was there was because of the tortilla. But yeah, Shoda would have definitely been there in in, mm-hmm. in her place. Uh, so Maria was in the bottom with her porco verde pork and grilled to- tomatilla salsa with cabbage and avocado slaw, corn salsa and tortilla. I would absolutely order this dish off the menu. It sounds delicious. I really do think the only thing that um, held her down was the was the tortilla. Yeah, it was. which is a shame. It is, and it was ve- it was very good to see her be able to make food that was packageable, <laughs> because normally her portion sizes are so big. Mm-hmm. So it can be done. Just like get one of these little trays and like <laughs> plate in that, and then replate. Or just take the serving and then split it in half between two trays, and yes. there you go. It's it's <laughs> like all of my like Hello Fresh or Blue Apron meals. It's like it's one big thing, but it's two dishes. It's two servings. Mm-hmm. Unless I don't want it to be, and I'm really hungry. Hello, so Fresh. You, if you want to sponsor this podcast <laughs> and send the rest of us some yummy, yummy meals, we will shout you out every week as we yeah. have continued to do. The, Hello, Fresh. Hello, but, Fresh. And we're not limited to Hello, Fresh. If any of the food subscription <laughs> services want to sponsor us, please feel free. Um, Avishar, our good buddy, Oh, was went home on his Bengali style beef curry with chana cauliflower and basmati rice, which is a shame because it looked very, very good. And he got the rice right. He was very happy. Congratulations! It looked like just some chunks of meat on top of some well cooked rice. That it's, sounds great to me, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yes, your... exactly. What is your point here? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> And it sounded like they, it was a textural issue. Right? It was a textural issue. They said it was kind of grainy and it was not flavorful, which is really unfortunate. Um, I felt like, like Avatar's been did hanging say, on. Oh, I say I it, Tom did say it was. It tasted a little bit bloody, and I Gross. I almost went back and watched to see like was that added in in post? Like they just kind of figure out 
his you know spoiler alert well, last I, chance I, kitchen but i missed that part yeah he said yeah he I, I picked up on it the second watch um because it ties into last chance kitchen but yeah he does tom just say it tasted a little bit bloody which then to me means it was not seasoned well yeah. Anyway, I really do feel like Avatar has been kind of holding, hanging on by a thread for the last couple of weeks. And as absolutely devastated as I am to lose him, I kind of do feel like he was the right choice here. I feel like everyone else is just putting out dishes that are better. Yeah, but he's so delightful, though. Mm-hmm. I wish he could just stay in the Top Chef kitchen as like a, you know, like as the peanut gallery. We'll be getting him as the peanut. We'll be getting him, but still, there is no last chance kitchen on foodnetwork.ca. It seems like they've stopped advertising that it will be, too. Thanks to you, they stopped advertising. Yeah, they stopped advertising. They didn't make any effort to put it on the website. Byron made pollo, a la brasa, grilled chicken, ahi, amarillo, potatoes, and vegetable corn salad. Sounds very tasty. Their issue was just that the chicken was dry. Is that correct? Yeah. There was, the, uh, sorry, we're talking about Byron right Byron. now? Byron's chicken, not Chris's chicken. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. I think that was the issue. It looked, it looked nice and seasoned. I love when chicken looks like that. I love a corn salad. I like corn. Me too. Great, great, great vegetable question mark? Is it a vegetable? Yeah, is, is it, it a starch? Is it a legume? Is it a legume? is corn a legume? No. So I, I've actually looked this up before. So, like, feed corn is considered a grain, but the kind right. of corn that you buy, like in the produce section for like dishes and stuff, is a vegetable. Mm. Okay. Chris <laughs> made grilled chicken breast, sweet potatoes, <laughs> charred cauliflower, leeks, and Brussels sprouts. This sounds tasty good too, but they just said he didn't season the chicken at all. And that the sweet potato gratin was not cooked all the way through. Oof. Just unfortunate Man. because I love a sweet potato gratin. Just layer potatoes and cheese for me, baby. What kind of love cheese would, there, would you layer with a sweet potato? Mm, everything. Exactly. Really? I, I do have maybe a ricotta. I do mm, some cheddar mars- to marscapone. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I think yeah. the things that got me most excited about this were like everything after chicken breast. The grilled yes. chicken breast, uh, but the sweet Listen, rotten, the cauliflower, the leeks. The we just sprouts. all want vegetables right now. I hate Brussels sprouts. <sighs> Even like charred with bacon. Well, I, I don't like the flavor of char. Like it grosses me out. I like bacon. I don't like Brussels sprouts. I don't love bitter things. Mm, except okay. for me. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only bitter thing I have room in my heart for. Everything yeah. else has to go. Okay. If there's a choice between Brussels sprouts and me, I'm glad you chose me. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if I was like, oh, welcome to the podcast. Brussels, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> How are you doing? Just me, Latanya, and the bag of Brussels, Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Yeah. I would just shake it by the mic every time I wanted to say something. <laughs> shake it like a Polaroid picture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or Cressa. Yeah, he's, I thought there was a chance he might go. I thought so too, but I just uh, felt like they just had to had to let Avishar go after how many times he's been in the bottom. Yeah, but he like he blew it out of the water with his driving, uh, you know, s'mores thing from the a couple weeks back. So he was good. At he's the just been inconsistent for this show. Yeah, he he was good like earlier. Um, Chris just needs to spice things up. He needs to season his food. Yeah. 
which makes you wonder, like in my cooking, if I'm under seasoning things, like would I like be adding a whole new level of like flavor awesomeness if I was just adding more salt? Because I, you know, I think we talked about previously, I think during salt, fat, acid, heat, Haley, the um, last summer that like I was kind of raised where like salt was what you added to bland food at the table. It wasn't really like you did. And it was considered like, you know, bad for like bad for your health. So you just didn't like put a ton of salt into anything you were cooking. And I would never added it at the table. Mm -hmm. So, um, but now it's like every time I cook something from uh, insert random subscription box here until they sponsor us, uh, I like add, there's like every step, add salt, add salt. And like going through so much salt, but it, Wow, it tastes good. So, and then a finishing salt too, for just for funsies. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Gabe made achiote chicken with black bean sauce, sweet corn tamale, and green beans. Again, delicious. I'm really craving green beans lately. Not totally in season yet, but I'm so just good. buy some anyway. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Corn Don. and green beans. Let's yep. do it. <laughs> uh, Don was also in the top with tamarind braised top sirloin, coconut rice grits, and maple red onion braised cabbage wedge. I thought she was going to win this. I did too. It sounds amazing. Holy mother of well, The way they were talking about how flavorful her food is, it makes it sound like she's delivering flavor profiles that no one else is delivering for them. Mm-hmm. Um, which would seem <laughs> that it would make her win the challenges, but nope. I have a question coming out of my own ignorance. I've seen tamarind in many places as a flavor, like especially I primarily I've seen it if I go to a uh, uh, you know, a taqueria, it's often often have like uh, some. Uh, soft drinks that are tamarind flavored. Uh, what is tamarind? I thought it was a fruit because it does. It, it has my understanding. Sweet flavor. Let's let's do a quick wiki. The tree produces bean-like pods filled with seeds surrounded by a fibrous pulp. The pulp is the young fruit. Is yeah, of the young fruit is green and sour. I guess it makes sense. Like I, I, as far as like all I could, like I could tweet all I know about tamarind in that they're, <laughs> they're likely a sweet fruit. I just, I just, I, I couldn't, I've never, like I could tell you more about, you know, persimmons and lychees than tamarind. You know? These look like peanuts almost like the shell looks like peanut, but then it's here. Let us, I'm going to put a, can I do this? Let me see. Right. Says it's used in sauces, marinades, chutneys, drinks, and desserts. And also one of the ingredients of Worcestershire sauce. Ooh, nice. I guess yeah. not. Actually, I, think, I, I do actually, now that you mention it, I do kind of associate it with savory sauces as well. Um, it's like, I'm just trying to imagine that the flavor profile, like any of like most fruits I can, but this like tamarind, I'm like, what's I think it's like? more sour than like a sweet. Okay. Twitter, let us know your thoughts on tamarind. <laughs> There. Done. Done. No, no sounds, more work for us. When did we start the work? Mm. <laughs> I mean, I certainly gave up a long time ago. You're doing great. Uh, <laughs> Keep it up, Haley. 
everything's um, fine everything's great everything's great. fine everything's great <laughs> i know i was like i really need to take that on it's just to repeat that to uh yeah so that's so that's it we lose avatar uh what a gem he is they walk into the stew room and he's like chris they it's chris he's gone <laughs> that oh, made no. me laugh so hard and then he I, wheeled out of the room to, to, <laughs> that, see that made that made me uncomfortable like really because yeah oh, <laughs> yeah like i was it like was kind uh, of yeah it was like it was, it, to me, it was a little cringe it, it was yeah. a classic avatar joke in that it was a little cringe yeah. But because it was also just like Chris still like reeling from the fact that everyone's like your food has no taste. <laughs> yeah, but that, I think that's what it was. Is like I was like wondering the how did Chris take that? <laughs> yeah, he's like, why do you need to pick Maria? But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, do we want to like? That's not like to put a bow on this quite yet before we get to Last Chance Kitchen. But I'm gonna miss. Uh, I'm gonna miss Avishar. I'll just say it. Me too. Uh, yeah. He's he's kind of been a little bit of a mascot. I, I view him and I'm going to miss him and like the kind of the banter between him and Shota, to be honest. Yeah. The, um, the, the sex tension between them as well. Yeah. Shota just has sexual tension with everyone in the kitchen. Yeah. Mm, I think he true. just gives out that vibe. Uh, for me, I love Avatar very much, but he always felt very more Food Network show than Top Chef. What's that mean? I no. wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, he so feels, no? he feels more chopped. He feels more like beat Bobby Flay than like. He's just so kind I and like him. considerate, and and that was really nice to see, just in the world, you know. He's he's uh he's what they would call a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna put in the chat here a link for the two of you. Oh no, um, Hall. Is it bad? Is it like Avatar is a terrible person? No, it's a link okay. to uh, the restaurant oh. uh, in Columbus Service Bar. Yeah. And I thought, you know, as we're able to, maybe as, as like a send off to those contestants who are no longer with us, we take a look at the menu from the restaurant and say, like, what is it that kind of intrigues us the most about what's on offer there? How's that sound? Oh my god! All this sounds delicious. I mean, okay, we're starting off with cheesy crunches. What is it? What is cheesy crunch? Because it doesn't really say. But there's it there's sounds. Green. It sounds like a tostada. Okay, is that's what I'm. Am I on the right menu? If you scroll <laughs> all the way, if you scroll all the way down to the carryout menu, then like oh, underneath okay. sandwiches and sides and shareables. Oh, I don't know how Kaylee got right to the cheesy crunches. Yeah, how that's did you like get the cheesy crunches? They're at the, the top. Menu. They're at the top of my. Oh, I think I hit the carryout menu. So I know what I was supposed to do. Anyway, cheesy crunches, brisket crunch, oak smoked prime brisket, crispy corn tortilla, local style Bengali fry bread, pepper jack queso, salsa matcha. And, oh, gosh. Guasacaca? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's right. Um, yeah, there's apparently three kinds. There's two per order, three kinds. The cheesy chicken crunch, just you know, oh, but basically for me, it'd be between the brisket and the chicken. Um, let me let me scroll. Like for for me, the the cheesy crunches were like halfway down the page. Yeah, so, me too. Um, let me let me take a look. Um, uh, wontons, just general. Um, yeah, definitely wontons. This veggie Ross. Mm. 
Kimchi, 23 islands. I guess you can only afford, you know, need like 977 more islands to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this is like, check my math. Um, you've got the Sarah-inspired yogurt marinated kebab for the kati roll. Um, golly gee. I would have to go for the, I would want to try the Red Caesar because I love Caesars. So let me search, let me see what the variation of the Red Caesar is. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to kind of keep it simple and I'm going to go for the, um, oh no, I just saw the not pad thai. Pork, roasted vegetables, crispy shallots, egg, boom. I will take the, 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 the comforting bowl of not pad thai. And if the f- three of us are dining together, we can get the Koji whole Rohan duck. So, oh. I can't wait. I yeah, can't let's wait do that. it. Mm. There's a lot of egg in a lot of these dishes. So Emily will not be joining us. Yeah. <laughs> the I mean, I've been on like a roast chicken kick. So tandoori roasted chicken, Bengali fried chicken, just chicken in like multiple different ways. Nom. Uh, it does so sound if, lovely. So if people do want to check out uh sorry, the the, the website is servicebarcolumbus.com if you want Columbus, to Columbus, Ohio. They be capital, yeah. right? Is that the capital? Home of Guy Fieri, if not mistaken. Birthplace of Guy Fieri. I believe whose last name is actually Fairy and not Fieri. Just a, another random thing in my head. <laughs> Can't stop mm. it, folks. But he well, that's, uh, right. that's that's the point of podcasting. Anyway, the uh, should we jump to Last Chance Kitchen? Yeah, sure. Tell me what happened in Last Chance Kitchen because again, I didn't watch it. Not not because I'm anti top Last I, Chance know. Kitchen. It's because you're getting screwed over by screwed Bravo over. Canada. Um, the so they had to going off of Tom's single comment about it had it tasted a little bloody. They had to create a dish using bloody ingredients. I, I don't love one. that. I hated this one. Um, there was like blood sausage and blood orange and blood beets and and you know cow's blood and you know cow's ox heart and etc. Um, but I think we we saw both Sasha and Avishar go after the blood sausage and blood orange. Um, mm-hmm. Sasha made brown butter basted blood sausage with beet puree, pickled onions, and blood orange segments. Whereas Avishar made what he called a bloody good breakfast. Blood sausage with blood scrambled eggs, blood orange, and a blood vinaigrette. He actually had Bloody Mary. So some of it wasn't actual blood. They had, although they had to each still, use it. The color of, I saw the eggs. The oh, yeah. eggs were not, they did not look good. No. I think he, did, I think he used the blood for that. There was a tray. He did. So in the ingredients, there was like a tray that actually had blood items. And then there were like the tangential items that are just named like blood beets and blood orange and bloody Mary mix. And so I know he made the blood vinaigrette using blood orange and I believe bloody Mary mix, but yeah, the blood sausage, I believe he just added some blood for the bloody scrambled eggs, but um, I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) So Sasha ends up winning, um, which means that in our draft, you know, for, for Latanya never having done a draft before she did a damn good job because all four of her people are still in it. Whereas Haley and I are each down to two. I got one back and I lost another. Yeah, it's like a revolving door. It's mm. it's really beginner's luck here, people. That's all. Oh, although it looks like next week we are getting um, Restaurant Wars! Oh, really? 
I, I missed the, <laughs> that was great. Thank you. That, that was great. Um, I, I missed the preview. So I, I typically don't watch the previews, but I remembered that we were down to eight. I was like, are we going to get restaurant wars? Um, do you want to, uh, do you guys want a little bit of a spoiler in terms of the format change? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Because I, I want to, I want to, before you do that, I, it was just restaurant wars week on Top Chef Canada and they did takeout wars. Interesting. And uh, oh. I've not watched Top Chef Canada, but a uh, friend of the show, Melissa Woodward, said that one of her friends, Emily, is in Top Chef Canada. Oh, so this nice. Is her, this is her first time having watched any Top Chef, and she I'm, seems to be enjoying it. I did not enjoy last season of Top Chef Canada, but I'm very much enjoying this season of Top Chef Canada. Maybe because there's a married couple on this season. I love that. There is. I love saying, it. That's kind of cool. We've had, it's very cool. We've had siblings, obviously. Um, we've had, I'm trying to remember, wasn't there a season of, well, there were partners before, I think on Top Chef. Uh, oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. In Top Chef Chicago. You're right. Yes. Well, look at that. Me remembering oh, something from more than last their season. Oh, what were names? Okay, let me do Top <laughs> Chef Chicago. I'm just oh, happy I get that much. Great um, call. Did it. That was fun. Was I one of them that. in All-Stars? I don't know. It was, um, it was Jen. Jen and wow, so excited with myself. Jen and oh, I don't know. Let me look. Lisa, Lisa. Oh, maybe I was. No, 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 no. Lisa was no. Lisa was. But I was thinking different. I was thinking Lisa. That Jen and oh, anyway, great. Anyway, I love that. I love a a couple of Top Chef. We know this. So the so it looks like next week they're not doing the traditional bring in diners. They're doing like a chef's table experience where all of the judges and potentially maybe outside people who have been quarantining as well. Picture it's like the kitchen's right there. And then there's like a big U-shaped table right in front of the kitchen. So they get to watch everything going on in the kitchen. Mm. I don't feel good about it. Mm-mm. I don't feel good. And, and I just remember that there's one point where I think, I can't remember if it's Melissa or Gregory saying, this is kind of awkward. I, <laughs> in terms of, it's basically they're on stage cooking for everybody the entire meal. Um, so I think that's going to be a, an, an interesting twist. Uh, if, if I kind of interpreted it correctly, how they're approaching it this year. So uh, it's still the same concept where they have to develop a, it looks like it's the same concept where they have to develop a, well, a kitchen, a restaurant concept and then, you know, create a multi-course meal. But instead of dishing it out to, um, so I think, you know, I don't know if people will get to choose items like they do previously, but off of a menu or if it's like a single tasting menu, but um, it'll be interesting to watch. So I would be surprised if, I'll be I'll be interested to see if next week if it's a seventy five minute episode or a sixty minute episode. You Let me know. Be so a two parter. Find out. It could potentially be a two parter. It just seems like Restaurant Wars warrants a two parter, or at least an extended episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, or at least I wonder if they're not going to do because there's no immunity anymore. Like why even do a quick fire unless you've got a sponsor to please? Um, mm-hmm. But that's that's where we're going next week. Speaking of sponsors, I can't believe that we've heard nothing from Better Than Bullion. <laughs> oh no, I, I did. I, I didn't reach. I meant to read. I, I tagged them at one point, but I did not. Um, uh, I did not uh, copy them in like a tweet about the the episode. I should do that, even though it's in, in the past. Mm. You got to keep the past and the behind, right? 
Yep. <laughs> so Haley, what did you eat this week? Or Kurt, do you want to play your game? <laughs> um, sure. Well, I, I do have a, a, a couple things that I, I, I did eat. I went to, there's a local place called uh, Rome, R-O-A-M, uh, that has, it's kind of international street food. Ooh, fun. And so I had Indonesian pangsits, uh, which is uh, flash fried wonton shells stuffed with shredded pork and garlic. Uh, Amazing. As an appetizer. And then I had an elote corn salad from Mexico. Uh, also a, amazing. And, yeah. then, and that was the side to the uh, banh mi sandwich I had, which is oh. from oh. Vietnam. Um, so there was, it's, they've got, They've got bratwurst from Germany. They've got a, you know, kati rolls from India, jambing from China, uh, antichuco, cucho, antichucho from Peru. Sorry if I butchered that. Uh, curry from Singapore, uh, okonomiyaki from Japan, hummus from Greece. It's just an international menu. Um, they've got some U.S. stuff there too, but um, looking forward to going back there again. But um, the quick game I wanted to play, very quick game, is I actually went to my first public event uh, in, uh, in a, over a year. I went to see a stand-up comedy Ooh. show on Thursday evening. And they had, uh, I, had like, I had like a peach Long Island iced tea, but they had a food menu there. And there was, there was an item on the food menu I wanted to get uh, your take on. If, I was, if, if you were to order something called pizza pillows, what would you expect? I would expect, and I don't know if you guys had these, but like the Michelinas, like the frozen meals, there's these ones that were like taco bites. And there are these little, little like squares like this with taco meat inside. Delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting that with, but with pizza stuff, like a very mini hand pizza. What are they called? Pizza pop. Very mini pizza pop. What about you, Latanya? Mm-hmm. When you hear pizza pillow, what, um, what does your food mem- uh, imagination? Where does that take you? Hot pockets. Hot pockets. Okay. <laughs> I think what you described, Haley, is like we have like Totina's pizza rolls here. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So here's the description of the pizza pillow: mm. our hand-tossed pizza dough, cut into pieces, then deep-fried to a golden brown and topped with garlic parmesan. Do you dip it in a marinara? You, you. It doesn't say that it comes with a marinara sauce. That sounds uh, like a garlic knot to me. Right, yeah, it sounds exactly like a garlic knot to me. I was expecting, yeah, I was, um, I'm going to, if I have to like give this like a thumbs up or a thumbs down, I'm giving it a thumbs down because it's basically a mini breadstick or a garlic knot. There's no, mm-hmm. there's nothing. There's no pizza component other, other than, than the bread. Other than being pizza though. Yeah. So I was very, that's bugged me for like 72 hours now. <laughs> um, to the point where I, I, at the, at the, at the, I would say at the stand-up comedy club, it was a bowling alley. Uh, at the bowling alley, I took a picture of this uh, menu Michigan, item with, you know? the, with the intent of talking about it on the show. And so mission accomplished. Boom. Okay. So um, Haley, what did you eat this week? Well, I actually, we tried a new pizza place this week uh, in Niagara Falls. It's called Red Swan. It's like a new like, chain. Uh, and they had a deal where it was like three small pizzas for like however many dollars. And we're like, yes, let's do this. Because it was like a bunch of weird kinds of pizza. There are a lot of kinds we wanted to try, but we narrowed it down to three. Ethan got one. I got one. We got one that we're going to split. Ethan got one that had like soppressata and hot um, banana peppers and pineapple on it with a tomato sauce base. I myself got the barbecue shrimp pizza because I love shrimp. 
this is like a perfect pizza for me because I had A, barbecue sauce, B, shrimp, and C, pineapple. Um, it was a tomato sauce base with the barbecue sauce drizzle on top. And then we shared a pierogi pizza. I love. Um, and you were telling us about pierogi pizzas before, right? In yes, of, but from okay. Boston Pizza. I like the Boston Pizza pierogi pizza better, but these ones were also good. But this one had sausage where the other one had bacon. I prefer bacon over sausage. Plus there's okay. jalapenos on this one. Um, also, something we've been very into lately is... <laughs> the way you say that, I'm saying, is that we want to talk about this? Yeah. This is a public show. <laughs> is grilling carrots on the barbecue. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, throwing the carrot on the barbie. Very tasty. It makes them nice and sweet, but it gives it a little bit of a char flavor. I know I said I don't want was that on? Was that on this... Gosh, I've been watching so many cooking shows. I can't remember if it was on This Week at Top Chef, Last Week at Top Chef, or I don't think it was on Great British Bake Off, uh, where, somebody, Bake Off. where somebody glazed a carrot with carrot juice. Oh, I haven't seen that. I yeah, know. no, that was this week. That was this week. Was it? Okay. I'm losing my mind. Was that, that, was, that was Gabe, wasn't it? When he had the, oh, uh, the carrot and burnt the bread. I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think his, um, his carrots and burnt bread mole, I believe those carrots were glazed in carrots, mm. which sounds like cannibalistic. Kind of cool, kind of a little cannibalistic, but also like I want to try that. Um, but yeah, anyway, we mixed. That. We cut, he, Ethan cut them all up, mixed it with a little olive oil, some parsley, and feta, and it was really, really good. Mm. Don't they slip through the grill when you cut them up? We cut them up after the grill. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Good night, everybody. You're just like, how dare you? <laughs> You're a moron. <laughs> we also have a basket, like not a basket, but like a, a pan that we can put on the grill. Mm. Grill pan. Well, Tanya, what did you eat this week? I had a grill pan. Uh, no. <laughs> Um, so I had a, um, delicious seared tuna salad. Ooh. Yeah. It was good. It was very good. It has like a ginger dressing, um, and it has mango and avocado and tomato. And I'm in love with it. Like, you know, I think I'm finally going to tie the knot and it's going to be this salad. The garlic knot? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, wedding bands, but they're tie, little garlic. Pizza I think you mean tie the pizza pillow. I'm gonna tie the pizza pillow with this seared tuna salad. That sounds um, absolutely lovely. I'm I, I do want to uh I did get a, a message on Facebook, Latanya, that I'd like you to address mm. um regarding our conversation last week about your dining. Um okay. uh my good friend uh Maureen Winston will probably uh come at me for mentioning this, but she's like I'm like legit mad at the Al's love on the Top Chef podcast. It's tourist Italian beef. What do you have to say to that? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, Kurt, how dare you confront me in such a manner on the podcast? Um, second of all, Maybe it's touristy, but maybe it's touristy because it's delicious. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I had a craving and it, it, for me, it's a childhood memory more than a touristy thing. Um, we used to, my family used to go to the one on Taylor Street all the time. And I think that was an owl's. I'm, maybe it's 
been rebranded as an owls because it was not an owls before is that west side you know i've lived here my whole life and i can't tell you where i am right now and i'm in my own <laughs> apartment uh so it's okay so i will let uh, marine know that she's coming for your childhood and to back off <laughs> yeah, no don't do that just you know i i agree it could be very touristy there I just think it's good. <laughs> I agree with you. Do not apologize. Do not apologize because they're good. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that the case I'm a of pizza? What of the fish pizza places are you I, going to? I will say I'm a because I'm a fan of Giordano's. If it comes to like, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I love where this is going. Mm. <laughs> tells me so much about you, Giordano's. Basic bitch. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I was going to say, nobody's ever accused me of that before, but it's not true. It's, of course, it's not <laughs> it's true. A, um, I get that weekly. Lumonadis. Okay. Um, I'm, I mean, I think it's because with Giordano's, there's one in Evanston. And so now there's a Lumonadis in Evanston too, but like going to school there and whenever there was a quote unquote pizza party, uh, for the team or for like the the debate camp, it was always Giordano's just because it was so easy. And I think I just got over it. So like I got, I started to like their salads a lot more than um, than the pizza even. That salad with the with the honey mustard and the peas and the chicken at Giordano's is really good. I don't know if I've had that one. There's one that has like a shaved like fennel thing. I can't. I, I can't put my I've, I, I don't know that. what ingredients they are, but I ordered one for little my little baby Gabe, my nephew's birthday. And it was for me because I wasn't going to eat any pizza. And then my sister was like, "Ooh, what's this? And she and her boyfriend ate myself, <laughs> 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 which I was I was like fine with because I was just playing with the child the whole time. But yeah, um, I like I like Lumonati's. I recently had um, Uno. I, th- I think it was Uno and not. Um, I can't remember anything anymore. Let me, I can check this very easily. Um, But I like the sweetness of their sauce, which I had not. (laughs) I know, it was Gino's East. I do like sweet sauce. Yeah, I hadn't had a a sauce that sweet before on, um, on a deep dish pizza. And I was like, huh, I like the sauce part of this. But I'm not a big a big fan of I think it was just what I ordered because I ordered a um a spinach margarita deep dish pizza which sounds delightful. You I thought you, like, you were going with a spinach margarita. I, I, I know I was like that's a twist on margarita. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, like, a, like a kale smoothie with tequila. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like hmm, would I say yes? Sir? Probably. Probably right now I would. I would try um, it. Yeah. Um, which I did with this pizza and the, they, the way they do their spinach, I don't like, they don't just like, you know, put the actual, they make a spinach mix and it's too soggy for my Mm -hmm. taste. Um, and I was just like, why, like, it's already deep dish pizza. Like, why do you need this soggy spinach? Just put some, just be normal and put regular (laughs) spinach. I'm too upset about it. I think it's I'm just, sorry. I, I was looking very much Excuse forward me. to the pizza. And then when it got here, I was like, well, I'm just eating the salad now. So. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think the only reason I preferred Giordano's is I used to work downtown and there was near a Giordano's and it was always like a huge line and it was always packed. But then mm. 
then I moved to East Lakeview where there was a Giordano's just like a short walk away. That was never, that never had a line. And it was just almost like, Oh wow. I'm like so lucky. I live close to one that isn't all busy and stuff. And so I think that was more the, the appeal of it was the, huh, I can get something (laughs) without waiting in line for it. Normally. (laughs) This podcast really is just makes me want pizza and Mm. it's not okay. No. I'm like Sorry. in a process right now where I'm like, you know, starting to like lose some weight and stuff. And then I do this podcast and I watch Top Chef and I'm like, yum, all the food. It's really, you know, I mean, it has like, it's fine because it hasn't impacted me <laughs> in terms of losing <laughs> weight. So I'm just complaining at this point. Um, but yeah, that that seared uh, tuna salad. I might have again. Later. That sounds good. I might, I might make healthy. it my mayor of East Town meal. We'll see. Awesome. Or was there anything else you ate this week that you want to tell us about eating? Well, I did have a gorgonzola burger with pork belly on it. What? Uh, that was amazing. You did uh, a. You had a, wait, kids. Just say it again. <laughs> just, <laughs> say burger, it again. gorgonzola cheese, <laughs> seared pork belly on a Hawaiian roll. Oh, oh, a Hawaiian roll. Okay, yeah. I was I was needing some sweetness in that burger because it's all pretty rich. So I got delivered by the bun, the Hawaiian bun. I'm trying to remember what what else was on there, but it was. Um, and then I swapped in. No, it came with we came with waffle fries. I believe it came with waffle fries, or was that a different meal? Um, oh no, it was. Uh, it's it's the second time I've had it. It's 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 a very good. Yeah, that that came with, it came with waffle fries. And then I had like a side of uh, uh, spicy tuna roll, which doesn't sound like a side. But, um, uh, you and your sides of sushi. Yeah. It was huge. I was love it of, so much. It's always sushi and some type of like What's earl a, of sandwich. It's a turkey bar. It's not, tur- not turkey bar, a tiki bar. <laughs> <laughs> Two completely different things. Wow, oh. that is... Yeah. Uh, wow. A turkey. Wow. Okay. What would a turkey bar be? Would it be a turkey bar? There's cranberry juice and everything. Oh, um, mashed potato uh, parfaits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a tiki bar and everything is kind of uh, tropically themed. So I think the pork belly was the infusion of that into the burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. they've, they've got really, they've got really good. The workers haven't showed up yet. Um, anyway, it's yeah, you guys don't know this, but Kurt's literally podcasting from our parking lot. I'm walking there now. Yeah. <laughs> Cover me. Um, yeah, so that was that was Friday night, and I said, yeah, yesterday was that Vietnamese bon me and the uh, the from that uh, international uh, street food place. Um, I had a a, a Greek. Uh, uh, Egg white omelet for breakfast today, like a nice. late breakfast, or more of a brunch. We're gonna, we're gonna have omelets was, for dinner tonight. It was a uh, gyro and feta and onions and tomato, and I added mushrooms and cream cheese. And yeah. I got a, yeah, a I, I swapped in avocado toast for the toast. Nice, um, very good. Normally not a big breakfasty foods person, but this sounded like it would hit the spot. So I Why think you should have a channel where you just talk about food, Kurt. I thought that's what this was. No. <laughs> oh wait, we didn't get to real quick. Mm-hmm. Comments from Twitter. Comments oh yes. from the Discord. Yes yes. Yes, 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 yes. Tell us. Okay, so Larry of the House of Evangelista 
says that's not i mean his name's larry evangelista or their name i don't want to assume pronoun. i was like wondering if he was from like the house of lynn evangelista <laughs> or like valentina's like you know what i mean like that evangelista like i was i was thinking pose but um oh sorry i have to watch that one still i know you don't watch any good tv i don't watch good shows nope <laughs> not um, for me so the comment says the noticeable lack of quote unquote color from the first responders slash frontliners they featured on the show. I don't want to sound rude or anything, but probably the uh, BIPOX, I don't like that term, but it is one that everyone's using now, are the ones who work in COVID units and uh, have been reported that the BIPOCs are working in hospitals, are the ones that are getting infected most with COVID, also the lack of Filipino medical professionals. What's up with that? You can look at the history between Filipino nurses after World War II. Also check out um, about jokes regarding Filipino nurses. I'm not going to look up any Filipino nurse jokes. Um, but I, it, it did, there was a noticeable lack of color in the frontline workers that they chose I can only imagine that the hospitals were the one, like the hospitals they partnered with were the people who chose the representatives to come and, and receive the food. Um, so I, I, I partially blame it on the hospital, but I guess it would be top chef's job, their producer's job to request that there be more representation in the people that they decided to choose. Yeah, they've, they've done a great job in terms of like an amazing job in terms of the cast. So I'm surprised that that was something that was a, an oversight on, on their part. The, and I also got to thinking like we saw Dale's comment, like 65 dishes, we had to do 300. And, I think, <laughs> and then, and Carrie was like kids these days. Yeah. Um, they don't know how good they have it. But I was like, even thinking like, like 65 frontline workers in like all the hospitals in Portland is like such a small, like, that's like barely scratching the surface. And I'm not sure how many. Um, and so I'm not sure how many. And it looked also like the like they didn't send in the the camera. Well, how, crew. Many, how many people are left? There's now eight. There were nine. So 65 times nine. So that's 585 meals divided by three hospitals. That's 195 meals. So it might cover like one shift per hospital but still hmm. i think you're not incorrect in saying that like not everybody's getting a meal well you you raise a good point it's like i completely forgot that it wasn't like there's only uh, 65 meals or like dr dr smith um try all three of these yeah. dishes uh they're not they weren't acting as the judges um, no they're so, each getting one meal but i think when i was i think i think i saw the comment on twitter and i'm like at judges table i'm like we didn't even see any front like what's going on like, no. no i was like am i getting the canadian at it and the um and then it was like literally that kind of that that forty seconds of commentary, and it looked like obviously it kind of supports the idea they didn't want like the camera crews going in potentially like getting cross contamination. Yeah. Like it was all like kind of like I said like Skype and Zoom recorded stuff. But um, I'm wondering like I don't know if it's this is who they can get to record or if there was more that was like if there was more that was on the cutting room floor that didn't make the edit. And then you know that's something that they should have addressed. But it's probably a mix of you know, the hot like you said the Tanya the hospital saying who got the meals, but then also the editors if they got multiple kind of responses mm -hmm. from like choosing you know, who who was going to be featured in the thing because it looked like there was maybe just not because i still kind of vaguely remember kind of a brady bunch three by three grid of faces on the tv yeah there were just three at each place yeah and um okay um 
So yeah, they they could have done a better job there. Uh, but just my, like a, not sure if the onus falls more on the the hospital and selection or the or yeah. production. Hospitals never known to be racist. Um, <laughs> okay, then I think we've covered this. But we got Melanie uh, asking us this week to please discuss Melissa's backward hat. Don's hair and resurrecting flaccid cucumbers. <laughs> See, I did the flaccid cucumber. I did my part. You did your part. Um, but I also want to say, uh, I did notice Tom's leather jacket. Um, Who didn't? And Kwame's diagonal yellow stripe. I literally wrote down with regards to Kwame. And now Kwame's here? Are they trying to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much beautiful energy in one spot. And they did the slow motion walk of everyone, and Gail had her Brigitte Bardot hair going on. And Don had like four different hairstyles throughout the the um this episode, which is a feat. Like mm-hmm. I would probably just like get braids. <laughs> I had to go on a which on a, a show like this, so I wouldn't have to worry about my hair. Which makes me wonder if they were caught, if they if those shots were taken from different points of the competition. They had to have been. or if uh, like they were filmed after T one. <laughs> possibly, potentially, possibly, potentially. Um, and then, I, I, oh, oh, go ahead. I was I was going to say like I've I've been noticing now that we kind of put out fashion alerts. It's like, I think I'm realizing, like, for me, the men's fashion stands out more only because I'm like, could I pull that off is the question I ask myself. I don't find myself asking that with a lot of what Padma's wearing. Um, so I look at all Padma's efforts and go, I know I can't pull that yeah, off. I, I could try and then I would not leave my house. I would literally not be able to pull it off. <laughs> yeah. Get She's, always on. Leather. <laughs> She's wears a I, lot of leather. I'd be too warm, too sweaty, would not come off my, my body. Yeah, I don't have that. There's a certain level of hot you have to be to wear the types of clothes that Padma wears and I'm not there. I'm just not. And I, I accept my limitations. I don't think I'm like cool enough to pull off what like Kwame wears. Um, I think I could pull off. N- no one is. Only yeah. Kwame can Only do Kwame. Kwame. I could, I could pull off a Kalikia wardrobe though. I think. Yeah. Like lots of plaid, oh, sure. like a, a leather jacket over a plaid. Definitely. Very yeah, Michigan. Very hot. I thought. Get okay. yourself a leather jacket. Personally. I've got a red leather jacket. Really? Yeah. Huh. After we, after we sign off, I'll go pull it out for you guys. <laughs> okay. That's for this for the hundred thousand dollar patrons. <laughs> I think it's here. Um, and then a couple things from the Discord, and I'll stop talking. Um, really, oh sorry, Davis comma Will wrote. Really hate to see Avishar go this week, but I think we also may be getting to the point of the season where I'd hate to see any of them go. Also, as much as I hate Restaurant Wars as a concept, I think the open kitchen concept of it next week may be interesting. Agreed. Agreed. Um, the only the only person I'm not I'm not that tied to Byron. We don't feel we've got a lot of Byron, and uh, I think that's about it. Chris was kind of up there, but he's been growing on me. Yeah, I think I'm more tied to Byron because I think it's really nice when he and Maria speak Spanish to each other. Yeah. That makes me happy. Um, and I know Maria, if Byron went home, would be devastated. Yeah. Any other comments from the Discord? Um, some people are missing Hugh Atchison this year. 
Alien? <laughs> I have never the- heard that before. <laughs> um, I miss that man so much, says Davis, comma, Will. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth Cook says, y'all think they actually serve the undercooked tortillas or if they fix the meals for the workers? I'd hate for any of them to lose in the worst dish lottery this week. Um, it was one thing to serve bad food to the judges or people specifically going to a Top Chef event. It's quite another to donate subpar food to frontline workers. I never even thought about that. That's a great point. I think like the tortillas, the, although we did see like, <laughs> it's like, let's cut to Gregory and Richard, like at some random park where they've got the back of the hatchback open and they're just like sitting down eating. Like, okay, <laughs> we've tried all three meals. Now we have to go through all 65 of Maria's dishes and remove the tortillas and then repackage them. <laughs> Uh, no, that's a that's a great point. I, I'm wondering that's a really if, uh, good point. if if how that ended up, how that works. My guess, ooh, I'm guessing it's my guess is it still got served. I'm I bet it still got served. And honestly, people in hospitals never get to eat; they just don't get to eat. And so, anytime they have any food to just like shove in their mouths before they can like go back to work, they're just like, "Yes, let's do this." So they may not have even noticed. It, yeah. It's it's more of a like, um, we are professional foodies and therefore we notice this tortilla. They probably just turned the soggy side on like, it, the, they put like the ingredients on the soggy side and then just like went to town. The, uh, now if there had been like undercooked chicken. Right. Then that, that, that might've, that could have been an awkward moment. It's like, we couldn't eat your dish because the kit, the chicken yeah. wasn't cooked. And, and, and we had to like not serve it to the frontline workers because of that. <laughs> like that would feel that would be so bad. horrible if that was the case. Oh, like, oh, that would like be terrible. Thank that. God you're in a hospital. <laughs> 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 and the final discord comment from Sammy is yes. Love the alumni judging team. So excited to see. Kristen Kitch next week. Yes. Oh my God. That was Talk about hotties. <laughs> Are they trying to kill me? I They're trying to God. kill us. She, she recently got married. Good for her. Congrats. Congrats okay. to Kristen. Um, Latonia, where can people find you on the internet if you want them to find you on the internet? People can find me causing all types of trouble on Twitter at LK Starks. <laughs> oh, you mean the website, twitter.com? Okay. So yeah. You said yeah it, I wasn't twitter.com. Sure. You know that, that free bird app. That Wait, we do you mean www.twitter.com? Is there a backslash in there somewhere? Diabetes. Diabetes. The diabetes. HTTP backslash backslash www.twitter.com <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. You can try to find me on Instagram, but you won't. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> I think I already follow you. <laughs> that's, yeah, <laughs> you're like accepted the challenge weeks ago. <laughs> Kurt, uh, <laughs> you can find me at Kurt Clark with two C's at the start of each of those words. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'll occasionally post. Basically, I think my top two posts are food mm-hmm. and snarky uh, some e cards calendar pictures. Um, follow 
please follow me on Twitch. I've never asked people to follow me on Twitch, but I think I would like to get more followers on Twitch because I think I've only got like 18 and I play, uh, I've been playing, doing more and more streaming and gaming on there. So I uh, also add Kirk Clark on Twitter. Sorry, W, you know, you know, uh, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, <laughs> on the, on the, uh, on the, the, the Twitch. I'm there basically Kirk Clark everywhere for most, the most part. How yeah, about you, Haley? One name. It's a good My brand. name's Haley Strong. <laughs> um, yes that's my name not changing it I, I think on our first date I told Ethan I was like listen if this goes anywhere I'm not changing my name hope you know that are, uh, are, you, are you comfortable sharing what Ethan's last name is Fahey can you imagine if my name was Haley Fahey <laughs> yeah stay with strong yeah. yeah it's a strong last name it is I told him he should take my name. Yeah. Ethan Strong. Agreed. Sounds Never amazing. Does. Does. But Does indeed. Oh, oh, okay, whatever. I have a cool last name. Sucks to suck, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> at Strong underscore on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow my bookstagram account at the Strong Library. Uh, and guess what? I'm going what? to be on the Survivor Countdown podcast this week talking about Survivor Africa. Don't know what place this is in. I'm just invited. It is, I believe, in 21st place. Great. It's, it's, you're literally, you're coming in at the halfway point. You're, you're, I love that for me. Yeah, Sl- Sam went into my DMs in like February and said, hey, you want to you come on for Survivor Africa? And I said, great, sign me up. Just let me know a couple weeks before so I can watch it. I'm having a great time. It's going to be wonderful. I haven't, see, I haven't seen this season in like 10 years. So, having a great time. I'd say 21st place time. Okay. I think that's reasonable. Awesome. Um, gosh, darn it. Until then, I guess. Pack your knives and go. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.